This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Hall of Famer, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. You know, I've been in this industry for a long, long time. The great, wacky world of professional wrestling. And you know, I got my start right there in Memphis, Tennessee. So what better person than to give a little uh, intro, a little opening to the only podcast in the UK that specifically talks about Memphis wrestling. That's right. We're talking about Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Folks, sit back, grab you a cup of hot tea. Hope you enjoy it. And you know what? Once you get done listening to this uh, podcast, jump on over there to My World. That's right. That's my podcast. It's My World with Jeff Jarrett. Drops every Tuesday anywhere you download podcasts. So, folks, enjoy Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the old bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the uk's number one and only memphis wrestling related podcast the memphis continental wrestling cast i am as always your host mr luke jennings hoping the podcast finds you well just a little inside baseball this episode has been recorded at 8 a.m gmt time here on the 10th of december it is coming to you about five or six o'clock PM GMT time. We are running a little bit behind. We had a little bit of an illness here last week. I like to keep a week um, ahead of schedule, but uh, last week was a little bit under the weather, so we are doing this basically live, pal. And another update, the Patreon is no more. Um, It wasn't going as planned. It wasn't going how I wanted it to. I got two or three people. I wanted a few more. It wasn't getting the traction that I wanted, so it has stopped. But come the 9th of January, the Monday Night Project will be coming exclusively live to the place to be a wrestling network. So you will be able to get your weekly Uh, On a Saturday, you'll be getting your weekly Memphis hit. On a Monday, you'll be getting your weekly Monday Night Raw hit. Uh, I think we're going to do what we did last time. So from the 2nd of January, because I've got five, I think I've got about five episodes ahead. um, We're going to slowly feed that in so you can listen to it each week or each day. And then come Monday the 9th, it'll be exclusive to the Place to Be Wrestling Network. And you'll be able to get your um, Monday Night Raw hits. Uh, By the time it comes out, we will be at the end of July. I started the end of June. So I think, yeah, the last episode I did was the end of July. So the... Sorry, I keep hitting my microphone. Um, So the the summer is heating up and we are on the way to SummerSlam 1993, which we will be covering uh, three matches from SummerSlam. I'm probably going to be doing the title matches. But if you go to Vimeo, vimeo vimeo.com forward slash MemphisCast, you'll be able to watch all of the original unedited versions of Raw. Um, 
the uh, the great Richard Land, fellow Brit, he has uh, sent me the video, so we'll be so you can watch it. So there'll be no um, badly dubbed entrances. There is ninety nine percent of the time there is original uh, commercials as well. So that's all good fun. So Vimeo.com forward slash Memphis Cast YouTube will not allow us to put that stuff on there. So, please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, much like Jerry the King Lawler has done over at Memphis Cast. And to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network. Home of great shows such as Talking WCW, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's main event, NWA Crock and Roll, and so many other great shows. Coming January the 9th, the Monday Night Project will be also on this network. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast gets you a merchandise. We've got three shirts over there now. So if you want to support the show a little bit, then you can. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash MemphisCast. We still have a YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash MemphisCast, where you can watch video versions of That Girl Got Game with your host, Kemi. Now, this week we are covering the 6th of March, 1982. Last week we covered the 27th of February, where we saw a new face. Music videos are plenty. Tag, six-man tags are many and all the usual awesomeness from the Memphis Territory. Before we head down to Memphis, let's just give you an update of what's been happening around the wrestling world. On the 28th of February, at the Omni in Atlanta, GA, NWA World Champion battled Harley... Sorry, NWA World Champion Ric Flair battled Harley Race to a double disqualification. The Great Kabuki battled Dusty Rhodes to a no contest in a dragon-shy match. Giant Bubba defeated Terry Gordy. Jimmy Garvin defeated Buzz Sawyer. And then the Atlanta round for the NWA Tag Team Title Tournament took place, which saw Jack and Jerry Briscoe defeat Kevin Sullivan and Ron Bass. The Funks, Terry and Dory, defeated Buddy Rose and Rip Oliver. Ron Fuller and Leroy Brown defeated the Masked Superstar and the Super Destroyer. Tenru and Jumbo Saruda defeated Rick Harris, a.k.a. Black Bart and the Mongolian Stomper. Ole Anderson and Stan Hansen defeated Brad Armstrong and Tommy Rogers. In the next round, the Briscoes defeated the Funks. Teneru and Jumbo Saruda defeated Ron Fuller and Leroy Brown. Even though they... Oh, they did win. Uh, Ole Anderson and Stan Hansen defeated Teneru and Saruda. And in the final, Ole Anderson and Stan Hansen defeated Jack and Jerry Briscoe. The same night on the 28th, AWA held a show in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Evan Johnson defeated Tom Stone. Jerry Blackwell battled Brad Reagans to a draw. Jim Bronzel defeated Sergeant Rene Goulet. Greg Gonya battled Sheik Adnan Al Qaisi to a double countout. Bobby Duncombe and Ken Patera and Bobby Heenan defeated Hulk Hogan, Buck Zumhoff and Baron Von Raschke. And in the main event, Nick Bockwinkel battled Tito Santana to a double countout. On the 1st of March, for the first time in 1982, the Memphis Territory drew over 5,000 people in the Mid-South Coliseum. 7,262 saw Roy Rogers defeated Tojo Yamamoto by disqualification. Ricky and Robert Gibson beat the Assassins. Gypsy Joe defeated Rick McCord. Stan Lane and Bill Dundee defeated Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. The Midnight Express battled The Monk and Dream Machine to a no contest. Steve Kern defeated Norvell Austin in a chain match, which we, I believe we saw the build-up for last week. And Jerry Lawler defeated Dutch Mantel in a no disqualification match to win this Southern title. And then on this day, on the 6th of March, WF held a show at the Boston Gardens. 14,250 saw Johnny Rods defeat Baron McKell Secluna. Steve Travis defeated Charlie Fulton. 
WWF Intercontinental Champion Pedro Morales defeated Greg Valentine. Pat Patterson battled Lou Albano. Sorry, he defeated Lou Albano by countout. Mr. Soyito defeated Jose Estrada. Adrian Adonis, Adrian Adonis defeated Bob Backlund by countout. SD Jones defeated Pete Doherty. Mr. Fuji defeated Tony Guerrero. And Jesse Ventura defeated Rick McGraw. So that is it for that around the world, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, let's head down to ringside and see what Lance and Dave have got for us on this 82nd episode of the UK's number one and only Memphis Wrestling related podcast, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 6th of March, 1982. Please enjoy. Lance Russell, Dave Brown, right along ringside, ready to go, another big day, championship wrestling, Davey. Oh, we are ready. The Gibson brothers are going to be here in the opening tag team match of the day. They'll be going against the Nightmare and Speed. Should be a fine opening match. Then we'll have uh, in here the Mort, uh, the Monk and the Angel. They will be uh, all teamed up. Monk and the Angel as a tag team today. Mm. Jerry the King Lawler will be in action against Gypsy Joe. It'll be the superstar, Bill Dundee, in a single match. Norvell Austin, also in a single match today. And the Dream Machine teamed up with Crazy Luke Graham against Rick McCord and the Thundercloud for the oh, expiration of time. I'll tell you one thing. They are all gathering the tag teams, looking at the Dream and Crazy Luke. Big team right there together. The Monk and the Angel. Goodness gracious, there's a lot of them, and we'll be seeing them all. Speaking of tag uh, and tag belts, I want to get into the subject of, I think, those folks who saw championship wrestling last week saw what was rather in our mind and apparently in a lot of your minds a bizarre situation in which the uh, southern tag belts changed hands as a result of steve kern's activity with norville austin now uh during the interim period since our last uh, championship wrestling program the awa the governing body for the alliance uh, reviewed this situation as every time there is a change of belts they must be notified immediately and uh, they were. The AWA took, uh, to put it very mildly, a very dim view of the circumstances that took place. And uh, Stanley Blackburn, who is the head of the AWA, said that they would not tolerate the action that took place in there for several reasons. One of them, it was a non-sanctioned situation, which was a spur-of-the-moment thing and not sanctioned by the AWA. Second thing, it was scheduled, if you'll remember, as a 10-minute time period because Steve was right. going to beat Norvell and, uh, and did not have the uh, usual 60-minute time limit on the uh, championship situation. And the third thing is that they would not tolerate one man being able to control the belts, regardless of the intention of his partner or anything else. So the end result is that uh, the AWA has nullified the action that took place they did not give the belts back to Kern and Dundee. They were upset about the situation that they were even put up. What they said is they are going to have a tournament, uh, a quick round-robin tournament, in order to establish a new Southern Tag Championship team and uh, that the tournament uh, will be supervised by the AWA uh, so that the winner and the new Southern Tag Champions will come out of that tournament. So... That's the information. We want to make that announcement to you. We've got action coming up. We're going to be back to it in just a moment. 
So we've got big news there. We've got a big card here. We've got uh, two, four, six matches. Three of those being tag matches. So that's in the, we've got we've had a lot of tag matches recently in uh, Memphis, which is a good thing. So you get to see a lot of people. Um, uh, there's not a lot of people are fans of like Royal Rumbles or Battle Royals or like World War Three. But as a kid growing up, I really enjoyed them because. I didn't. We didn't have. I didn't have Sky TV, um, which was what predominantly WWF was on back in the day. I'd get the pay per views because my nan's neighbour would always record them for me. So I'd get the pay per views and stuff like that. So I'd watch it month, sort of month to month, whatever. But I always enjoyed like multi man matches because you got to see people that you wouldn't always see um, if you didn't have TV. You wouldn't necessarily see such and such. So I I enjoy sort of tag matches and all that kind of stuff because you get a um, a lot of talent in one match if you know what I mean. So. And also we've got news that the AWA Southern Tag Team titles are now held up. There's going to be a quick tournament. AWA were not happy with how the titles were uh, just willy-nilly thrown around and defended when they shouldn't have been. So they are holding a title tournament and we will probably see the new champions possibly next week, possibly in a couple of weeks, I'd say. But let's head down to ringside for our first match. with action coming up here in just one moment before we do we're going to get the uh, gibsons who will be involved in the opening bout with nightmare and speed in a one fall 15 minute time limit tag match we can get rick and robert out here uh we'll hustle it along here and get in the ring uh with the action for our first match on championship wrestling hello robert rick how you doing baby all right, the Gibsons, like they uh, been active. That's right, Lance. I'd like to say, you know, this tag team tournament's coming up. You know, it's uh, unfortunately yep. the way it, it came about, the belts are now in a tournament. Okay. I'd like to say, back when Steve Kern and Bill Dundee had the belts, we were top contenders then, and we're still top contenders now. It's the wrong way they lost the belts. They're held up. So I'll say one thing. This week, when we go out there, we're going to go out at 110%. And we're going to come out champions. Okay, good luck to you, Rick and Robert Gibson. And I'll tell you, uh, they have never looked better as a tag team. And you better believe they've got their eyes on it. And the tournament opened up the opportunity for them. All righty, let's go to Davey. And we're about ready to go with our opening bout on championship wrestling. Gibson's in the ring right now. Here come their opponents and more. As a matter of fact, I, I do not see their opponents. Those jerks over there, man. You know what? Let me tell you something, man. Speed and Nightmare were going to be wrestling out here today, but I wanted to give the people a real treat and give them a chance to see two of the greatest athletes in the world and beautiful Bobby Eaton and Sweet Brown Sugar. You know, I would stay out here, but I'm so, so busy. I don't even think I need to be on this show anymore, man. I've got other things to do with my time, baby. Glad to hear that, Jimmy. Uh, all right, we've got a substitution in on the first family side of it. Uh, total weight. Is going to run about uh, 430 pounds or so from Union City, Tennessee, Sweet Brown Sugar. And from Huntsville, Alabama, beautiful Bobby Eaton going against, from Pensacola, Florida, at 454 pounds, Rick and Robert Gibson. One fall, 15-minute time limit, Jerry Calhoun is the referee. 
So we are here, and it is a uh, card subject to change, brother. We should have been seeing Nightmare and Speed, but we are now seeing Sweet Brown Sugar and Bobby Eaton going up against the Gibsons. So a good match has turned into a even better match. Jimmy Hart is too busy to be out here with his men, so he has left his uh, his uh, lieutenant, if you will, Kenny Shane. Sweet Brown Sugar starting off for his team. Ricky starting off for his. Ricky wearing blue singlet. White boots, sweet brown sugar. Can't see what colour his tights are, but he's wearing white boots definitely. Are they sort of a white kind of graffiti camouflagey kind of deal? Robert Gibson now in the big hip toss. Red trunks, white boots. Jerry Calhoun has been washing his uh, white shirt in. Uh, some uh, good cleaner. It's very, very, it's the whitest thing on the screen, for Christ's sakes. Nice bit of wrestling here between Sweet Brown Sugar and the Gibsons. Sweet Brown Sugar tags in Bobby. Purple tights, white boots. Corner type. Um, ringer hammerlock by Bobby. Reversal by Robert, or uh, Ricky. No, Robert, he's Robert. I always get Rick because he's very confusing. Colin over type once again. Both men struggling. Both men still pushing each other around the ring. Arm drag by Robert. Tags in Ricky. Who continues the arm ringer. Full house here as always here in the WMC studios. Got a blue background this week. Oh, shoulder tackle there by uh, Gibson. Hip toss reverse by Gibson. Arm bar by Ricky. Arm drag, sorry, into an arm bar. Yes, we've got a full house here. We've got uh, the usual men, women, children, old, young, white, black. They're here. Everyone's here to see their weekly instalment of the wrestling. Robert now in with an arm bar still on Bobby. Bobby gets out of the armbar with a hair pull, tags in Sweet Brown Sugar, who comes in and is hit by an arm drag. Sweet Brown Sugar complaining of a trunk pull. Corner of type. Off the ropes. Ducks over, leapfrog. Drop kick by Robert Gibson. Lovely. Take giving Sweet Brown Sugar a taste of his own medicine. Since he's been a bad guy, he hasn't been hitting those drop kicks very often. When he was a good guy, he was hitting them for fucking uh, for fun. Ricky now in continues to work over the left arm of Sweet Brown Sugar. Referee Jerry Calhoun asking Sweet Brown Sugar if he wanted to give it up on submission. He said no, so Rick Gibson puts on a little extra pressure. Rick makes the tag. Here's Robert. Many times we've talked about how the Gibson brothers work as a tag team. Robert now in applies a full Nelson. Sweet Sugar reverses out of it, but is locked in a head scissor. Both men up to their feet. Both men now circling. Calling over a type. Sweet Sugar tags in beautiful Bobby. Oh, sledge to the open kidneys. Nice bit of wrestling there by Robert. Gets out of there, headlock. 
but they make a formidable tag team. Working the arm of Bobby. Jerry Calhoun down there checking the shoulders. Shoulders are up. Arm bar still by Robert. Bobby pushes him in the ropes. Irish whips him off. Leap frog. Oh! He got him. I think a grazing blow, but Kenny Shane got Robert Gibson in the back with that cane. Robert sort of no sold it. Colin over a top. Regular the eyes by Bobby. Back scratch by Bobby. Bobby's in the corner. Whipped from corner to corner. Robert comes in, but oh, misses the charge. Shoulder first into that top turnbuckle. Sweetbone Sugar now tagged in. Bobby drops Robert over the knee of Sweetbone Sugar. Nice double backbreaker maneuver there. Sweetbone Sugar now in. Snap mare to Robert. Oh, shot to the back. Oh, knee to the back. They're now going to start working over the back. camel clutch of sorts. Hasn't got the uh, arms hooked over the knees, but it's still pulling away. Rick Gibson just comes in and just square kicks Sweetbrand Sugar into the head. Sweetbrand Sugar tags in beautiful Bobby. Oh, that double backbreaker maneuver again. Beautiful. Bobby now applying the pressure in the backbreaker. Has to break the hold because of the illegal double team manoeuvrings. Bobby Eaton picks up Ricky Gibson, slams him down. Excuse me. Off the ropes, drops a knee across the back. Holy moly! Tags in Sweet Brown Sugar. Bad Malvin Robert Gibson needs him in the back. Again, that modified uh, camel clutch. We'll be seeing the master of the camel clutch very, very soon. <laughs> Bobby Eaton now in. Illegally, I believe. Yeah, illegally, because Jerry was giving him the count. Sweetbread Sugar drops the elbow across the back. Robert Gibson again, dropped across Bobby Eaton's knee. Throw the cross, foot across the throat, and boy, Rick Gibson fired across that ring and kneeled Bobby Eaton. Ricky Gibson barely touched the mat. He flew across the ring that, that quick and just to stop Bobby Eaton attacking his brother. Second run from the inside from Bobby. Double sledge to the back. Robert is in trouble. Bobby puts the arm across the knee again for this modified camel clutch. Working over the back now. The Gibsons have been working over the arms of Sugar and Eaton, but now they're working over the back of Robert. Robert's trying to caught with the ropes. He's got the legs. He gets the legs. Lance saw it coming. The double sweeped him. Bobby Eaton now. Beautiful back suplex. Sweet branch will get tagged in. Drops the knee across the chest. Rolls him over. Knee in the back, pulling that chin. To pull him backwards like that, putting that stress again on the back. 
Roberts broke free briefly, headed for the corner, but he was caught by Brown Sugar. Got sandwiched between Sugar from the front and Eaton's knee from behind on the corner there. Eight minutes gone. Eight minutes. Past the halfway point in this one fall, 15 minute time limit. Bobby tags in Sweetman Sugar, Irish whip. Double back elbow. Ricky Gibson comes in. Clearing house. He's had enough. He's seen enough. Punching. Sweet Brown Sugar punching Bobby Eaton. All four men are in the ring. Jerry Calhoun is losing control of this. And Ray, the bell. He's been thrown over the top rope. Robert Gibson has been thrown over the top rope by Bobby Eaton. That is an instant disqualification. Your winners by disqualification, the Gibsons. I think Bobby did that out of frustration. I think I don't think he meant to do that. Beautiful Bobby Eaton and Kenny Shane serving as their manager. 8.22 the time. They worked on Robert Gibson's back over and over and over and over. Uh, Kenny Shane wasn't in there. But when Robert uh, Rick Gibson jumped out there on the floor, he wailed Shane with one that'll make him remember his back for a day or two. I can tell you that. So the victors by disqualification, Rick and Robert Gibson in a rugged opening bout. We've got plenty of more action coming up. We're going to get to it in just a moment. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Booking the Territory, the unprofessional, classic Southern wrestling podcast. And you are listening to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast with Luke Jennings. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You're listening to Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Stick around, brother, and follow the show at Memphis Cast. Follow me at West Runtin Luke J, brother. Follow friends of the show at Mid-Atlantic Pod, at OVP Podcast, at Bottom Line Cast, at Extreme Cast, at Booking the Territory, brother. And be sure to hit up some brothers on Patreons, patreon.com backslash booking the territory and patreon.com backslash OVP Podcast, brother. Like and subscribe to Mid-South Television Review with Mike Mills and the great Brian Last. What you gonna do, brother, when Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast runs wild on you? Ooh. Hey, can I ask you a question first of all? Go right ahead. You know the definition of a windjammer? No, I really don't. It's now. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd. Have you heard of the Mangrave? Yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Do you have a father? <laughs> Mangrave is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. A hundred percent made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> They are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. It weighs a lot of pounds. Is that heavy? Again, 
Again. Again. No more flare-ups? You know, you know in your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken, steak, has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini-series. Hey, this is Joe Murata from Our Vantage Point, retro wrestling podcast. But now, live from the studios of the Old Bakery, this is the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and here's your host, Luke Jennings. All right, standing in the ring right now, Joe Stark, Pat Hutchinson, and when their opponents arrive, we're going to be ready for uh, another one-fall 15-minute time limit match. Here they come right here again. Again, accompanied by Kenny Shane, who now claims he's Kenny Hart. He well, Kenny Hart, he also, uh, Hart has told me that he is uh, J.R. Hart Jr. And oh. Whatever, go ahead. It's <laughs> the <laughs> one fall. 15-minute time limit. Introducing total weight 422 pounds from Arkansas, Joe Stark, and from Memphis, Tennessee, Pat Hutchinson, going against him at 518 pounds from parts unknown, the Monk, and from France, the Angel. This match, one fall, 15-minute time limit. Jerry Calhoun, the referee. Tag team action again. The Angel is back. We saw him last year. He was here um, on and off for a couple of months. He is back, and he is teaming with the Monk, who we saw debut last week. They're going up against Joe Stark and Pat Hutchinson. The Angel starting. Black things like black boots. Pat Hutchinson, black trunks, black boots. Oh, big kick there by the Angel. The Angel is going to beat the holy shit out of Pat Hutchinson here. He's got the weight, the height, everything advantage. Picks him up and oh, drills him to the ground. The Monk is tagged in. The Monk, black things like black boots. Bear hug. Irish whip, uh, Pat Hutchinson was Irish whipped by the Angel just before the Angel left. These two men are big, bad and ugly, both bald, both clobberins, clobberins. Kenny Shane, oh, sorry, Kenny Hart is the manager here, doing his work for the first family. Angel back in, Irish whips Pat Hutchinson, oh, clobberin shot, one, two, a three, that's it. We saw no Stark. I think he's uh, he's lucky. I think, otherwise he'd have uh, been uh, brutalized. Your winners, the Monk and the Angel. And the Monk come out in a hurry, victorious over the team of Hutchinson and Stark. As Pat was in there with the uh, Angel, got caught in a uh, bear hug by the Monk, and Kenny Shane takes his charges out of there. What was the time? Time it was 53 seconds. 53 seconds only. Pat uh, took a stiff one from the Angel in there, went down on a one-two-three count, and that, my friends, takes care of the action in our second bout. We've got more of it to come. But later on, we're going to be looking at the King in action here, and that'll be coming up after we take time out for this. Okay. We got the King coming up with uh, Gypsy Joe, his opponent, in just a moment. Uh, 
in a one-fall 15-minute time limit bout. Before he gets in the ring, want to uh, get Jerry in here on the way to the ring to have a word or two with him. Here he is, the king. Good afternoon. Is that all the introduction I get? Ah, uh, well, I could spend a little time on it, Jerry. With this hanging over my shoulder, that's all the introduction uh, I get. the Southern the Heavyweight Champion, Thank Jerry you. the King Lawler. Thank you. Of all the introductions I've ever heard, that was certainly the most recent. <laughs> Lance, I appreciate those kind words, and I just want to say that uh, it is nice to once again be out here on television with this belt on my shoulder, the proud owner once again of my belt, as I told you people that I would be. And I want to talk for just a second about the match that I've got coming up. I heard a little history lesson, and uh, I want to give you a little history lesson, or kind of go back in time for just a second if I could, too, you know. I've got this match coming up with uh, Norvell Austin, and uh, I'm not foolish enough to believe for one second that Norvell Austin is going to go to that ring by himself. Now, it's true. I did get a call, and they said, would you be willing to make it a no time limit, no disqualification match if you also had the stipulation the winner take all and i said yes i would now that's all of that that he said is true because like you said the winner take all that means the loser gets nothing that's right winner takes all the money i do like that maybe i am just a tad greedy you know i don't know <laughs> but i do like those kind of stipulations and i do think that i can beat norvell austin so i'm not really worried that much about the match but then i got to thinking no time limit no disqualification that means just anything can take place in that match. They can't stop it. They can't disqualify it. Now, I also know that Randy Rose and Dennis Condry are going to be at ringside. You realize that, don't you, Lance? I'm sure they They've will They've got be to be there. sitting right in Norvell Austin's corner. Now, this is a distinct advantage for Norvell Austin. You see, even though I am the king and probably the greatest wrestler to ever step foot in a ring, and I know that I can beat Norvell Austin with no problem whatsoever, I can't always beat... Norvell Austin and Randy Rose and Dennis Condry. Now, those, that, those odds would be a little a bit little in their favor. You're right. So let's talk just a second about in the past. You can remember, Lance, when, uh, when I used to win all my matches. Every, match, every time I stepped in the ring, I would win my match because I only had to worry about my opponent. That's the only person I had to contend with. I didn't have to think about anybody sitting in their corner because I had... A man named Sam Bass, bless his heart, sitting in my true. corner, right? That is true. That's right. And did I win my matches or not, Lance? You did, in fact. That's Number right. one contender for the world title. That's exactly right. And that's what I want to be again. I want to be the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship. Not only the contender, I want to win the World Heavyweight Championship again, Lance. And that is what my goal is, and that is what I intend to do. And another time, even though, you know, I'm sure the people weren't crazy about this, but I was also very successful at another time in my career when... I only had to worry about my opponent, and I had a guy named Jimmy Hart sitting in my corner, right? I remember that well. Too. That's right. See, that is an advantage because you only have to think about the man that you're wrestling. You don't have to worry about a guy like Hart running around the ring and jabbing you with a stick and doing things like that, and that is an advantage. And so that is the reason that uh, I made a couple of telephone calls the last couple of days, and I talked to a man, a man that... Uh, a man that's gone through a similar situation that I went through with Jimmy Hart. You know, Jimmy Hart used to love me. He used to put his hand around me. I mean, I thought I was going to have some, have some turn signals installed somewhere on my body to keep him from breaking his nose. That's how much Jimmy Hart thought of me because he knew that I was his meal ticket. He wanted me. He wanted to use me to get himself into a position of importance, and he did that. And then when he saw that I couldn't help him anymore, 
Buddy, he stabbed me in the back and tried to have me arrested for carrying a concealed weapon. That's how much Hart thinks of somebody. He is a jerk, a low-life, double-dealing, slimy, stinking, backstabbing scum. Now, another man that posed a threat to Jimmy Hart. See, anytime anybody poses a threat to Hart, he tries to sit down and figure out a way that he can do away with him, get him out of, his, out of the picture. And I've called this man that's gone through a similar situation, and I'd like to call him out here right now because I'm going to have him in my corner from now on, I'm especially this week, because I don't want to have to contend with Randy Rose, and I don't want to have to contend with uh, Dennis Condry. Now, right here is a gentleman, and you people all know him. Danny His name Davis. is Danny Davis. That's right. Now, I'm not asking anybody out here right now to come over here and welcome Danny Davis with open arms because I know he's done a lot of things that you people didn't like in the past. Well, I was the same way at one time. All Danny Davis is going to have to do now is prove himself. But you see, Jimmy Hart tried to get rid of Danny Davis. He knew he was a good manager. He knew he was a threat to Hart. So what he did, he got this man to put a mask on and wrestle as a nightmare. And then he was great. He, he, was, he was Jimmy's candy kid, his top team. But then the more wrestlers Jimmy Hart brought in here, he shoved Danny down the ladder. One more notch down the ladder, down the ladder. And, the, and now he's got all of these new wrestlers in here, and he doesn't even want anything to do with Danny Davis anymore. So I've called Danny, and I said, Danny, I know you're a good manager. I know, and I explained to him what Jimmy Hart did to me and what he's done to him, and I said, Danny, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you'll sit in my corner in this match I got coming up with uh, Norvell Austin, take care of Dennis Condry and Randy Rose, watch my back for me, we may just develop a lasting friendship. And he was more than glad to oblige. Now, I, like I said, I'm not expecting the people to come out here and, and uh, welcome him with open arms. He's going to have to prove himself, and I expect Danny Davis to do that. And I'm telling you right now, with him at my side, you are looking at the next world heavyweight champion. Well, I am a little surprised, to say the very least, that you've got Danny Davis in your it's, corner. It's like Jerry said. I don't expect the people to, you know, accept me. I've got to prove myself to them. I think... I will be able to prove myself to Jerry Lawler because he had trust enough in me to call because he knows what I'm going through with Jimmy Hart. He knows that I hate his guts just like he hates his guts because it's just like he said, when Jimmy Hart is through with you, brother, he's through with you, he'll throw you on the floor and he'll stick his foot right in your face. Well, Hart, I didn't have car trouble. I got one on you. Uh, Jerry, you know, I've been in the wrestling profession three and a half years and I've only been on one side of the fence and that's the side of the fence that Jimmy Hart has been on. And they always say the grass is greener on the other side. Well, you're giving me a chance to find out that it is. And I believe, along with you, if I can get your confidence, and I know I can, and if I can get these people's confidence, which I know I can, you will be the champion that you are. You know, my, my managing qualifications, just like you said, you know, I have managed Buddy and Ken Wayne, the, at that time, they were the great father and son team. I've managed guys like the Hulk. I've managed guys like Ron Bass, Pete Austin. And last but not least, probably the greatest team of that time was the Blonde Bombers, Wayne Ferris and Larry yep. Latham. Okay, and very well. Every one of those uh, that I managed, they held belts. And it will be no exception here. This man right here has got his belt. He got the belt without me, and he can keep it without me. But it's a situation, like he said, where where he knows that Norvell Austin is going to have Randy Rose and Dennis Condry in his corner. Well, I'm going to be there to ensure you that if either of them get up, I'll do my utmost. You have got my solemn oath as a man and a gentleman that I will back you 100%. That's right. What we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give a new meaning to the word manager. He is not going to be in my corner. 
to do the things like Jimmy Hart does. He is not going to be in there to try to do any kind of harm at all to my opponent. He is going to be there to offset people like Kenny Shane and Jimmy Hart. And that is exactly what That's we true. need around here, baby. Well, you've got my word. Last time I'm telling you, you've got my word, Jerry Lawler. As a man and a gentleman, I will not turn my back on you. Okay. We uh, will have an opportunity. Is he going to be in the corner today in your match with Gypsy Joe? If you would get in the ring, we would proceed with action in here. And uh, an unusual situation. Uh, the king is the one who made the stipulations to trust Danny. He's in his corner, and we'll take a look at it. Davey, here we go. It's one fall, 15-minute time limit. Introducing from Romania, 224 pounds, Gypsy Joe. Joe grabbing Lawler over in the corner during the introduction. Yay, Gypsy Joe is back. Oh, but also he's back, Danny Davis. Danny Davis is no longer a wrestler. He has gone back to being a manager, and he's going to be managing Jerry the King Lawler. Jerry hip tossed out of the corner by Gypsy Joe. Gypsy Joe wearing a red trunks, blue boots. Jerry wearing a black singlet. The straps down, the straps down. Gypsy Joe has pissed off the King. Pissing right hands by the Lawler. Irish whip Joe. Big back over by Lawler. Fist drop. One, two, three. It's all over. It's all over. Lola wins. Lola wins. Uh, the screen goes crazy. Holy moly. Over there. Lawler was not ready. He was uh, about to hand his belt and his crown out to Danny Davis's new manager, Joe. Gypsy Joe, not at me. He's grabbed the cane of Kenny Shane. He's now circling Jerry Lawler in the ring. Gypsy Joe is pissed. That's what we get for being shit. 34 seconds. Jerry Lawler wins. He's wearing uh, like lav the legs of his singlet are lavender. Very uh, fetching. Oh, Jesus. Jerry just smashed Gypsy Joe over the head with a chair. Have some of that, you bastard. Well, I guess word of advice for Joe. Leave it alone and get on out of here. Get back to the dressing room. He is doing that now, but a little late. A little late, you're right. And there is the winner. In 34 seconds, Jerry Lawler. We were in the process of getting a chair for... Uh, manager Danny Davis in Lawler's corner, and before the chair ever got over there, Lawler had taken things into his own hand and over. ended that little jewel right up. Boy, I'll tell you, when he got it going, he got it going for a one, two, three. We'll take time out, be back in just a moment. Got one of men. Now we got two of men. Bill Dundee uh, and the Invader in action for this next bout. It is a one-fall, 15-minute time limit bout. And with the official introductions, Dave. All right. It's going to be from parts unknown at 193 pounds. The Invader going against from Australia, 214 pounds. The superstar, Bill Dundee, one fall, 15 The action is fast-paced here today. We've got the Invader going up against Bill Dundee. Invader's got a black and blue single, black boots, blue mask. Duh, Bill Dundee with his red cowboy boots and his blue and red trunks. Take down there by Bill Dundee. The Invader calling over top. Nope, double leg takedown by Dundee. Works over the leg. Invader is in the ropes. 
Both men up. Both men circling. Corner, but no. Single leg takedown by Bill. Got the leg. The leg grapevine's got the arm hammerlocked. Bill Dundee is making an example here of uh, the invader. One. Both men back up. Both men jostling. Arm bar. Drag. Arm dragging to an arm bar by Dundee. So let's have a look. Like we said, we are uh, we are live just about here. We are being recorded on the tenth here. Uh, now 28 to 9 in the morning. We are only a couple of weeks away from the big day, big Christmas. We will be with you over the Christmas period. We'll be with you uh, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve as well. And then from the second, we will slowly be putting on the Monday Night Project. A new episode every day for the premiere episode on the 9th, where we'll be covering Monday Night Raw each and every week. You can watch the uh, the original video versions over on our YouTube, on our Vimeo channel, vimeo.com forward slash MemphisCast. So they'll be over there very, very soon. Building D now with a headlock. Master Invader pushes him into the ropes. Not a clean break, but that's, that was from Dundee. So yeah, um, the page, like I said earlier, the Patreon wasn't going how I wanted. I wasn't getting the, the traction. I, I know I wasn't going to get hundreds of people do it, but it was just sort of quite stagnant. And I'm I'm enjoying doing the the Monday Night Raws. So if I wasn't enjoying it, then I wouldn't be bringing them over to the free feed. So backslide by Dundee. One, two, three. Bill Dundee gets the win and does a little jiggle, 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 and then a Fargo strut by Dundee. Yes, so uh, from January the 9th here on the Place to Be Wrestling Network, the Monday Night Project will be in your ear holes. It's going to be basically this, but for Monday Night Raw. Bill Dundee wins the match, 2 minutes 15 seconds. We've had a couple of them even shorter than that, and that is a relatively short one, as a matter of fact. Tell you what, let's just hang right here before we uh, take a break and see if we can't get another bout underway. As we have had... Uh, some short bouts, and we'll try to keep the action in the ring. Here comes Norvell Austin. His opponent today will be Dennis Upton, and we're back in the ring. Dave, let's just continue right here. Yeah, all right. This will be a one-fall, 15-minute time limit match. Tupelo, Mississippi, 212 pounds. Dennis Upton goes against, from Memphis, Tennessee, 227 pounds, Norvell Austin. One-fall, 15-minute time limit. Referee Jerry Calhoun. Back in the ring, Norvell Austin, white trunks, white boots, going up against Dennis Upton, red trunks, white boots. Dennis Upton's got the height advantage for sure, he's like a giant compared to fucking Norvell Austin. Arm dragging an arm bar. This is the first time we are seeing Norvell Austin in the ring here on the Memphis Continent Wrestling Cast. We've seen him outside blowing his whistle for the uh, Midnight Express, and he is in the middle of a little feud with Steve Kern. Corner by type. Austin pushes Upton into the corner. Big forearm smash by Austin. Dennis Upton may have the height advantage, but he won't have the experience advantage. Definitely going up against Norvell Austin. Norvell. Oh! Knee lift. Takes the big man down. Picks up Upton. Slams him down. Picks him up. Irish whip. Drop kick by Norvell Austin. Lovely. Norvell happy with his work. Big stump. 
leads with a foot. Oh, forearm smash. Both of which were caught by Dennis Picks up Dennis Upton again. Oh, backbreaker. We've seen quite a few backbreakers today. It's nice to see. Norvell Austin now with Abdon on the ropes. Forearm smash to the chest. Oh, forearm smash to the side of the head. To the back of the head. Norvell Austin working over Dennis Upton here. Dennis Upton basically out of it. He's on the ropes. He's... Uh, if this was a boxing match, I think he'd be out by now. Oh! Chop to the chest. Dennis Upton with a small kick, but it has taken no effect. Norvell Austin is beating the crap out of Dennis Upton here. Irish whip by Norvell. Big back body drop. Norvell Austin picks up Dennis Upton. And big headbutt. Goes for the cover. One, two, a three. Your winner, Norvell Austin. Norvell all the way in that one in control. And he wins it in two minutes, eight seconds over Dennis Upton. And some question, maybe he could have won it even earlier than that if he'd gone for a pin earlier. But he wins it again the time, 2.08. Norvell Austin the winner. And another rather quick one. We've got more action. We'll see the big dream machine, Crazy Luke Graham, here on Championship Wrestling in just a moment. Okay, we're about ready for action in the ring, and we're going to get back to it in just one moment. Got big tag action with Crazy Luke Graham and the Dream Machine making their first appearance on Championship Wrestling as a tag team. But before we get to it, want to get the superstar in here, Billy. Good to have you in today, partner. I know that um, you and Steve have got to be faced with mixed emotions. One, about the situation that occurred with the AWA not uh, sanctioning the action that took place uh, as a blessing in a sense because of things that turned out and the belts left. But... You've got the tournament coming up, and uh, obviously one of the favorites will be the former Southern Tag champs, Dundee and Kern. Well, I appreciate the kind words, Lance. I'd just like to say this before I get on to this little thing here. Jimmy Hart, hey, Snake, if you could win them belts by the biggest and the ugliest, weirdest-looking teams around, brother, you'd already win them. you just have to walk to the ring. I have never seen so many ugly men in one camp. Now, that's right. I mean, I have. you seen that monk and that angel? I have... Only the mother could kiss that face, I guarantee you. Now, let me tell you something, Snake. And you listen, and you listen good. Maybe Steve Kern and Bill Dundee did come out here last week and left their mouth overload the button. They couldn't carry it through. But the intention was good. And he did the job in Norvell Austin, brother, that he promised he would do now. Get this, Snake. We was the favorites going there last week, and we're going to be the favorites going there this week. Now, I don't mean that to sound braggadocious, or I'm out here blowing Steve Kern's and mine horn. Steve couldn't be here today. He's got a couple of little things that he had to do by himself. He just said, say this and tell old Lance. He said, Lance, you're going to be pre... All right. Wait a minute. Well, you all just stay back. Now. Let's not get in any fight. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Hey, look, I want to talk to you. I'm on my knees. Let me ask you something, big boy. I hear so much hot air out here, but I want to ask you something. Why don't you come with the family? You need to be with the family, man. This is 1982, Dundee. 82. Get it. All right. 
First family now attacking building D. Probably eating sweet brown sugar, Jimmy Hart, Jimmy Hart Jr. Beating the crap out of building D. Oh, sweet brown sugar came off the top rope there, I think, and just annihilated Bill Dundee. Did Bill Dundee is all by himself? There's no Steve Kern. There's no help here. He's getting annihilated. Jimmy Hart kicking away. Probably trying to looks like trying to break the arm possibly of Bill Dundee. No, he's trying to hold him back up again for Sweet Brown Sugar to come off the top rope again. Oh, Sweet Brown Sugar comes off the ring. Someone's coming. Here comes Jerry Lawler with a chair. First family goes scurrying away into the darkness. Jerry Lawler there to check on his friend Bill Dundee. Goddamn first family. Yeah, we need somebody to help uh, get Bill out of here. His shoulder is uh, is injured in here. Yeah, thank you, Rick McCord, Danny Davis. Uh. Once again, first family uh, making their usual type of uh, victory. Sometimes I wonder if it's the only kind they can get when they got them outnumbered four on one. Uh, let's uh, now get ready for our final bout, Davey. Back to Dave, and uh, we'll take a look for the action coming up in our uh, final expiration of time match. All right, this match will be to the expiration of time. Uh, tag team match coming up, and what we'll do, we'll wrestle as long as we have time available for it, and then... When uh, that time runs out, we add up the number of falls that each team has won. Whoever's won the most wins the match. Simple as that. Might be one fall, might be four or five. In the ring right now, Rick McCord and Chief Thundercloud, his partner, waiting for their opponent. The dream machine you know. I think most of you probably know his partner, too. Crazy Luke Graham. They step up to ringside. Expiration of time match. Total weight of 419 pounds from Salem, Virginia, Rick McCord, and from San Carlos, Arizona, Chief Thundercloud. At a total weight of 566 pounds from New Orleans, the Dream Machine, and from New York City, Luke Graham. This match to the expiration of time, referee Jerry Calhoun. We are here, listeners of an exploration of time tag match. Rick McCord, Chief Thundercloud, going up against Dream Machine and Luke Graham. For those of you old school wrestling fans, you may recognise the name Luke Graham. He is a former WWF tag team champion with uh, Tarzan Tyler. He is he was the first ever WWF tag team champion. He also held the WWF United States tag team titles with Dr. Jerry Graham. He is a multiple-time tag champion in various promotions back in the day. And he is in the territory teaming with the Dream Machine. Dream Machine starting off his team. Black singlet, white boots, red mask. Rick McCord, blue singlet, white boots. In the oh, big slap there by Dream. Rick McCord was in the corner. Nearly had a clean break, but we didn't. Dream Machine whips. Oh, Lariat by the Dream Machine. Off the ropes. Drops the leg. Dream Machine looks like he's uh, slimmed down a little bit. Throws Rick McCord into the knee of Luke Graham. Luke Graham is in. Black trunks, black boots. Picks up Rick McCord. 
Jesus throws him across the ring. Double sledge. Off the ropes comes Luke drops the elbow. Luke Graham. Graham hip Oh, drops an A. Tags in Dream Machine. Dream Machine's a big boy, but Luke Graham's uh, he's got a bit of a height advantage to him. Side suplex there by Dream Machine. Oh, drops the knee across the chest of Rick McCord. Dream slams McCord. Oh, he missed the elbow. Dream Machine missed the elbow. Rick McCord evades and tags in the Chief. Chief Thundercloud is in. Big double knife edge chops on the Dream Machine. Irish whip by Thundercloud. Oh, went for a knife edge chop, but Dream Machine just kicked him square in the face. Drops the elbow. Dream Machine off the ropes. Drops the elbow. Goes for the cover. Un. Dos. Tres. The winners of the first fall. Dream Machine and Luke Graham. On the first fall of action in a total dominance by uh, the team of the Dream Machine and Luke Graham. No question an impressive opener as uh, Kenny Shane is up telling them how great they were and I'm sure that they don't need any of that. I saw it, Dream, I saw it. So, Dream and uh, Crazy Luke, first ball that we'd seen them together in and they were impressive. They were too. They won it. Minute 56 seconds. Minute 56 seconds and uh, there's more action in this expiration of time match. We'll take time out. Be back in just a moment. time maybe we don't have really that much time left as a matter of fact for uh, any more action in here so what about a recap of the day so that's it ladies and gentlemen there is no more time for a fall so your winners by one fall to zero are the dream machine and crazy luke graham so ladies and gentlemen this has been a, a episode 81 82 even of the memphis continent and wrestling cast we have just covered the 6th of march 1982 things are starting to heat up in memphis if you know what's coming you know what's coming um so we uh, stick along for the ride and we're going to enjoy it hopefully together so please do not forget to follow us on twitter much like jerry the king lawler has done at memphiscast prurisandtees.com forward slash memphiscast for any merch that you want to buy t-shirts Vimeo.com forward slash MemphisCast. There will be uh, the video versions of the Monday Night Raws that we're covering. Coming January the 9th exclusively to the Place to Be Wrestling Network. Monday Night Project will be happening each and every Monday. You will be able to listen and or watch to the uh, Monday Night Roars. If you enjoy what we do here, which hopefully you do as you listen each and every week, then you will join us over in 1993 for Monday Night Raw. Um, YouTube.com forward slash MemphisCast if you want to watch the video versions of That Girl Got Game. Hopefully, Kemi will be back with some new episodes in the new year. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to Lance Russell and Dave Brown. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Memphis, Tennessee. I am now off to go and get a haircut. And until next time, when it's spring again, I'll bring again tulips from Amsterdam. With a heart that's true, I'll give to you tulips from Amsterdam. I can't wait until the day you fill these eager arms of mine like the windmills 
keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Like the wind keeps on turning That's how my heart keeps on yearning For the day I know we can Share these tulips from Amsterdam Share these tulips from Amsterdam 